Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Welcome to another uh, episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse Harley. Reese, hi, how you doing? I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm, You're wonderful? I'm, I'm, I'm wonderful. I don't mean I'm a wonderful person, I just mean I feel <laughs> wonderful. It's not me giving a, a review of myself. <laughs> I'm tremendous. That's for, <laughs> that's for others to pass judgment. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, What's on, um, what's on the plate for today? So you once described Ottawa as one of the most boring places in the world. Dear God, man, it's it. Everything closes at five. Everything, everything, like the bars, the restaurants, everything's done. Five p.m. Time to go home. All right, we're home from work. Great. What do you want to do? Nothing. There's nowhere to go. It's yeah. So it's just... well. This this oh. I'm going to try and prove to you that Ottawa is dangerous and, <laughs> and exciting. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so this episode is called "Sex and Violence on Parliament Hill." Oh, okay. <laughs> That's... <laughs> The only exciting do thing I, that, like that, me, that was good. Sex and violence on Parliament Hill. I like it. Yeah. Uh, no, last time I was in Ottawa, which was about 20 years ago, I was recording my homegrown documentary gambling across the country. Uh, and the most exciting thing to happen to me was I, I went to an ATM. I was in line for an ATM and this guy in front of me was in a hurry and he left and I went up to take money out and except his card was still in the machine. 
And, and it asked, did you want to do another transaction? And if I was a person of lesser morals, I could have hit yes and taken out all kinds of his money, but I didn't. And his receipt popped out and he had like well over $2,000 in there. <clears throat> Do you want me to do pat you on the back for not robbing someone? I mean, that'd be nice. Yeah, it was, like, it was right there, just well, right in front well, of me. It's... They have cameras in them anyway. So right. even if you'd done the wrong thing, they would have caught you. Well, I was a teenager, you know, so I wasn't ah. the brightest. <laughs> not that I'm the brightest today either. <laughs> when I was 16 years old, I worked in an electronics shop and it was Christmas. And they were like, sell- it was a small store, but it was the only store in the town. So they would sell like £50,000 worth of electronics in one day. And uh, at some point, like the the manager had forgotten to take all of this cash to the bank, but he could not be bothered to take it himself. So he gave me twenty five thousand pound in cash in a twenty five thousand pounds. Yeah, which is like what's that? Like over thirty five thousand dollars in cash in a plastic bag, and asked me to take it <laughs> to the bank for him. And I was sixteen years old, and I remember walking down the street, and my mind was just going. What if somebody robs me, or should I just keep running? <laughs> can I can I live the rest of my life from the age of sixteen with this money? <laughs> and in a sixteen-year-old's mind, the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. I could buy I could buy a small European car with this, um, and then you know, so I ended up I took it to the bank anyway. Enough enough about us and our 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 thieving stories that don't end in thievery or. Oh, disgusted honesty. Yeah, oh, yeah dis- our dis- you know. we are Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm trying to be, and that was a good start. I didn't steal all that money. As a, you weren't as a Canadian at the time. No, you were. You were very Welsh, and uh, <laughs> and we all know about Welshmen, don't we? Oh my god! I'm trying so to gonna, insult you, the Welsh, you, you, but you, I don't know yeah. anything about them at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, because of that man. statement now you well, you can't go to scotland or wales that's right yeah <laughs> this is you're slowly i'm marking sorry off. all of you welsh people out there you're lovely and you smell like rainbows <laughs> okay let's get on let's get on with the episode this, <laughs> this has okay. been a very long intro parliament hill colloquially known as the hill is an area of crown land on the southern banks of the ottawa river in downtown ottawa its gothic revival suite of buildings is the home of the Parliament of Canada and has architectural elements of national symbolic importance. You you turned on? More than I've ever been in my life. Right. So <laughs> what I've done for this episode is find a collection of dangerous and sexy stories around Parliament Hill. And I, if, I, if I tell you the story, you should rate out of 10, like, where they are. Like, zero being... Um, like if, I, like if I'm on TripAdvisor and I'm rating sexy and dangerous stories yeah, yeah. that happen around Parliament Hill. All right. <clears throat> uh, like zero being a dog asleep on the grass in front of Parliament Hill. Uh, 10 being Parliament Hill just being vaporized by aliens. Those, that's the scale. Okay. All right. I okay. can do that. So first story. Now, I don't know how many of these are true. I've grabbed them from different articles on, on the internet. I'll try and add some links on the website in the show notes. <clears throat> but I really like this episode. It's called The Deputy Streaker. So, oh, by the uh, way, if you're listening to this and you want to follow around, along with these show notes and these links, go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com and look for the episode and it should all be there. Or don't, because I haven't done it yet. So, <laughs> um, a deputy speaker in the House of Commons from sometime in the 80s was caught in a compromising position with his assistant in a second floor office. The intruder, a young female staffer delivering some memos, fled and he ran after her buck naked. 
Now it says buck naked. I Hold thought on, who, buck. who was doing what? Sorry. So he was he was he was basically doing a sex with a young female. Uh, is that in, is that how you you call it? <laughs> doing a sex? Is that? I was, is just, <laughs> I was just using words creatively. I was oh, making okay. up my own way of saying things. So. <laughs> Um, so uh, he he basically got caught by uh, one young female assistant uh, doing it with another young female assistant and chased her out of the door. And he was he was buck naked. Now I Why thought was it was he buck naked. I thought it was butt naked. I didn't know it was buck naked. That's how we say it in Canada because of all the buck bucks naked. Yeah, you could see his buck. No, it's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that comes which from. Part, which part of my body is a buck? You don't want to know. Honestly, neither of the antlers. So, um, down the hallway, uh, he so he ran down the hallway naked, um, and the door locked shut um, up behind him. Of course, so it did. He, he was naked in the halls of Parliament and needed a security guard to let him back in and earned the nickname the Deputy Streaker. So, I mean, which makes you think he wasn't the best streaker. He was only the deputy to the main streaker. Uh, so, you want me to rate that uh, on a scale of. One of, zero, of a, zero of a to sleeping ten. dog to a, an alien vaporizing. All right, Parliament um, Hill. <clears throat> um, I would put that at. That's pretty. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'd put that at a uh, a drunk bub a, a drunk juggler on the hill um, throwing up in front of a bunch of children. So I'd give that a good solid five. Okay, that's good. That's good. So the mo- the motor is running. We should say. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Okay. <clears throat> I'm so the next one is parliamentary threesomes, and this is kind of just. I see, just, I see. I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> oh, it's gonna, this is the, this is the only other sex one. It's going to start getting dangerous from you. This is just to warm you up. So, um, apparently, um, a, a young staffer saw Pierre Trudeau emerge from a bush and uh, buttoning up his shirt, um, and then a young woman emerged doing the same, and then another one straight after. So, and this was during Canada's hundredth anniversary fireworks. Um, apparently. <laughs> Which, what is this so, is this true is this i don't know i think i think i think it was hard to work out i couldn't find any other sources of this information it was in a newspaper or which i know doesn't mean that it's true or not but um, but it was I in just, a newspaper was you didn't just find this newspaper. on reddit or something okay no no this wasn't on reddit and i didn't make it up i promise okay so <laughs> so assuming that's true so we can we can make assumptions as to what happened inside of that bush but it's what happened afterwards that <laughs> <laughs> okay like i just want to know the conversation that went on in that bush once all of the the, the sex doing had been done had been did uh and they're like okay well, it, 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 just, imagine they're trying, to, they're trying to negotiate how do you leave a bush looking non-suspicious it's the buttoning of the shirts that's the weird exactly. part like okay <laughs> you do stay here i'm gonna walk out of the bush and after i've left the bush then i'm gonna button my shirt then joanne <laughs> you wait about 10 seconds and then you come don't but I know stop buttoning your shirt you're gonna button your shirt after you've left the bush and then Michelle <laughs> wait for Joanne to leave and then you leave the bush and that's when you button your shirt too okay are we all this it's very inconspicuous if you do it that way trust me I have a lot of experience doing this <laughs> when, when when you say it like that it sounds too well choreographed to be true right yeah <laughs> unless 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 it was just they, they added those details just to make it seem like more I think uh, people do I think people easy make to stuff imagine. Up. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> you know, especially if a newscaster's in front of them or something like that. So, like, what do so, you rate that? What's your uh, rating for? I don't think that's true. I don't. I don't believe that one's true, honestly. But so it, zero. 
Well, I mean, okay, let's, if I were to rate it, let's say it is true. Uh, it's not that, ex- not as not exciting as the streaker chasing someone down. That's, that's a good one. Um, I put this one at a, a solid three. Let's say uh, the, the drunk juggler throwing up in front of kids is no longer juggling. He's just throwing up in front of kids. That's, or a child, okay. one child, not even a bunch of kids. So that's a three. <laughs> okay, this, this next one is starting to get a bit crazy. All right. Uh, and this, I love this. This is from uh, an article called Ottawa Security Guards, Tales of the Weird and Wild. And this is one of the weird and wild tales of an Ottawa security guard. That actually, is, um, this, is this a newspaper or a magazine? This is from a newspaper. This is from the Ottawa Citizen, which is the uh, a newspaper that exists in Ottawa. Uh, and it's for citizens, <laughs> I imagine. <That's>, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like... <laughs> It's like what? What a better review could you possibly give the Ottawa Citizen? Like this is from the Ottawa Citizen, which is a newspaper that exists. <laughs> it does exist. <laughs> um, a woman repeatedly uh. tried to sneak a cat into Parliament Hill twice in the same day. First in a baby stroller, the second time under a jacket. Yeah, and that's it. That's the story. There's That's nothing the story. else to that. There's no story. There's no context. There's no why she was doing it. There's no kind of like what they did with the cat. Did she get help? Um, it's just that she's just desperate to get a, a cat. It was just it always dreamt of going into Parliament Hill, but because we um, because because we uh, we don't treat animals as equals, you know, they're not allowed to go on the tour. I'm really sad that, that the order in which that happened wasn't reversed. Like, it's still, at first I'd like to think, like... <laughs> it's like... It's like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Right? Just, like, yeah. It's like just she's walking in and her jacket is just moving on its own, big bulge moving around. And like, uh, ma'am, what is that? <laughs> Nothing. Or is there a, is a, is a, is a big coat with just lots of cats in there to try yeah. and create the illusion of a human. <laughs> and then, like, she comes back with a baby stroke. <laughs> and he's got like a hat like a little like a, like a bottle with some oh milk cute baby in. can i can i touch yeah, your yeah. baby no <laughs> if it was me i would i would shave the cat to make it look more believable right yeah so first you try to smuggle it in in your jacket that didn't work well mrs sparkles time to get home and get out the razor like this is exactly <laughs> and the bonnet yeah we've been waiting for this day for a long time uh that's uh, i mean that's pretty funny that's that's all yeah, there is yeah. to that story that's it that is it that is it <clears throat> she tried to take a cat in twice Failed. uh i that's that's back to number five i give that a five Good. yeah that's great uh, that's a drunk juggler throwing up in front of a group of children don't you love that imagery i love that i think I, it's as, as someone who does, <laughs> you're, you're like one of those people who does circusy things have you done that have you been a drunk clown I have not been a drunk clown. No, thank God. <laughs> okay. okay. No. Um, I've been a magician, so, but not a drunk clown. <laughs> what's the best magic trick you can do? I haven't. Oh God. Uh, it's. I guess it's the French palm. It's. It's very simple. It's. You just. You're pretending to put a coin in one hand or the other. This is not entertaining at all. It's. It's something you guys show. You can't a magic trick. Describing a magic not- trick is not fun radio. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to do like a David Blaine, like oh, I lived in a block of ice for two years or something. <laughs> but don't worry. <laughs> Welcome to our, make sure to subscribe to our next podcast, Describing Magic Tricks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, do, 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 you want, do you want another story? 
<laughs> yes, please. Okay. So um, this is actually, this is, I mean, this is a crazy story. So it's, it's actually, it's funny, but it's also sad. Um, I love so, stories that are funny and sad at the same time. In 1966, an Albertan called Paul Joseph Cartier was deeply angry at politicians and blamed them for his financial woes. What year was this? Uh, uh, 1966. Okay. So after, after moving to Toronto that year, he entered Parliament with 10 sticks of dynamite. Jesus. He, he intended to throw them into the Houses of Parliament, at, uh, including uh, at some of the, the, the main players in Canadian politics, including John Diefenbaker of the bunker that we know. The Diefenbaker um, bunker did the Diefenbaker bunker. Uh, and when he lit the fuse in a bathroom down the hall from the gallery, um, he accidentally blew himself up instead, taking out the bathroom and not hurting anyone apart from himself. Oh my God. I don't know how, how funny that you guys have a weird sense of humor over in Wales. That's, that's not... <laughs> I mean, it's quite sad. That's a He's knee slapper. And I, mean, over, I, I, would, I would class that as I would class that as a cry for help. Oh yeah, I wouldn't call that really too funny. I mean, it's ironic <laughs> in a sense. It is quite ironic. I mean, I don't yeah. know why he lit it. Why he waited to be in the bathroom to light it? Because that right. He, he, imagine if something happened in between the bathroom and the. I don't know why he just didn't light it in the gallery because no one would run towards it if he if he did throw it. I just don't think he. I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to give him a better plan, but. <laughs> I would have done it differently, <laughs> or I would have just done it done it in the gallery with a shorter fuse. Just take a scissors. Make sure to subscribe to our new podcast, <laughs> Terrorist Plots: How They Went Wrong and How You Can Do Them Better. That's <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, uh, you know, it's, it's it's like when you watch a murder mystery and you're like, oh, I knew who it was. You know, it's just right. Uh, it's so, hindsight hindsight uh, is <laughs> i mean as far as like tantalus that's a juicy that's a juicy story it's not that entertaining it's juicy i'd give it a six which wow. would be uh, i'd be a drunk juggler throwing up in front of a bunch of children while his ex-wife berates him in the corner <laughs> there you go <laughs> you up the ante slightly yes and that, i mean uh, that, that was there was also a, a hijacking of a greyhound bus on the grass in front of 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 the of parliament hill um and also there was the, the 2014 shooting where um the stephen harper the then prime minister had to hide in a closet and there's still bullet holes there apparently so there's been quite a few like wow attacks and terrorist attacks that have happened at parliament hill you know, people, have, people have died yeah uh, they you know like protecting the i remember the, the 2014 yeah. shootings that was that was awful yeah, yeah, yeah. uh the, the, this next one is called the time nixon almost died in ottawa okay i can also <laughs> see that being a mini series title that's that's good all right yeah yeah, yeah. the time nixon um, almost died in ottawa all right so arthur bremer a bus boy from milwaukee do you know what a bus boy is i think is so? it a young bus Yes, that's exactly. I'm glad you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. No, busboy is like kind of a, someone below a waiter, where you pick up glasses and plates and you bring them back to oh, the okay. kitchen. Okay. Well, he was he he bought he brought a gun with him to um, Parliament Hill's Centennial Flame in April 1972 when uh, U.S. President Richard Nixon was visiting Canadian Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau, who I imagine had just come out of a bush, buttoned up his shirt. <laughs> 
Oh, hi, Richard. Like, <laughs> that's how every morning during COVID-19 <laughs> interviews, that's, that's how he doesn't come out of his house. He comes out of a bush buttoning up his shirt. <laughs> there's, there's a little plaque that says P.A.'s Bush. Nobody, <laughs> nobody follows him. Nobody comes no, out after him. It's just him unless you want, Unless you want to know what's, unless you want to be part of what's going on in that bush, you don't go in there. <laughs> so he was stood there he, and he was about to shoot Nixon, but a police officer happened to be standing in the way. But... A month later, he would shoot the governor of Alabama, George Wallace, paralyzing him. Uh, the film Taxi Driver was partially inspired by his story. Wow. Oh, my God. So it was the same busboy yeah, who, who was, just kept working there, bringing his gun to work. And then he, he tried to shoot Nixon, didn't work because a police officer was standing in the way. And in well, his diary... Well, how did com- they, oh, that's it, because his diary. Okay, I was like, how did so they know? So people were there protesting Nixon because obviously he was Richard Nixon and... That's what you do if he's there. <laughs> that's what so, you do. That's what you do. <laughs> um, and the, in his diary, he complained that Canadian protesters had got in the way of the assassination. I blame them for partial responsibility in failing in my attempt. Wow. So basically, you know, uh, the pro, uh, as much as Richard Nixon was probably annoyed by there being protesters, little did he know the irony that they saved his life that day. Yeah, that is irony. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> okay, well, that's a that's a pretty good one. Now, um, the thing about the centennial flame, have you ever seen the centennial flame? I believe so. So a lot of people uh, think that it's an eternal flame, as in like it never goes off. It's always there burning, <laughs> yeah. um, which isn't true. <laughs> well, <laughs> not true. It's not magic. <laughs> no, I mean, well, it's probably got, it's got some gas, like there's some propane feed in it, I imagine, but they turn it off four times a year to clean it. So... <laughs> But because pe- people throw money in there, they get between four and five thousand dollars every year, and Jesus. they donate the money to fund research into disabilities. How, how do you rate the uh, Richard Nixon story? Oh, that's a good one. That's a juicy one, especially the fact that taxi driver bits of taxi driver were were uh, <clears throat> based off of that. I'd give that a seven. That's a seven. So that's a drunk juggler throwing up in front of a bunch of kids while his ex wife is berating him in the corner while she is breathing fire. Yay, that's good. So I imagine there's some kind of like uh, tension because they're still in the same circus. Right, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah, of yeah. course. And she has to braid him in between breaths of fire. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But I, there... I kind of feel, I feel like next time I go to Parliament Hill, I'm going to look at it and go, there was a moment here that inspired the film Taxi Driver. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Do... Cool. Yeah. Yeah. do you have any so, more for me? Is that is that it? I've got, uh, well, I've... <laughs> I thought, I thought, <laughs> I thought that, you know, you got to a seven. I thought I'd introduce uh, something that just seems quite lame as an, as the last one. <laughs> <laughs> but only because, you know, Mackenzie King. We did an episode on Mackenzie King. The, oh, yes. I'd the, like to do more on Mackenzie King. The one I'd, honestly, spoke, I'd like to do like a series on Mackenzie King. Yeah, speaking to the dead, using the advice of the dead to run a modern day country. Yeah. Um, he installed a secret door to escape from his office. To escape from his office. <laughs> Uh, so basically, if if there was someone was trying to come into his office to speak to him and he didn't want to speak to them, he would use the secret door to escape. <laughs> Where did it go? Uh, it just went out to a different room, but you couldn't like see to... him. <laughs> so they'd be knocking on the door, Mister Mr. King, Mister King. We just had a telegram from a dead 18th century poet. Um, he's got <laughs> some advice on education policy, and he's like, "Oh no, now I want to. I want to go home. I put my feet up." 
telegrams from the dead. Oh, morning, noon, and night. I want to relax. <laughs> so, so he goes over and he, he plays three keys and out of exactly on the keyboard and like the the China on the cabinet. keyboard. What did it have? Like a Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> the china cupboard of swings open right and he slowly backs into just a tidy two foot by two foot closet in the dark with no lights and just closes it until they go away it doesn't actually go anywhere exactly it doesn't go anywhere uh, so um and, and and just just as one final thing i've got to ask you have you seen the light show at parliament hill no no i have not so I recently had the, I was lucky enough to be able to take my kids to Orlando before uh, everything got locked down and, and you couldn't leave your country anymore. Mm. And they do all this projection on on the castle in, in uh, Magic Kingdom. And I didn't realize, but they do it at Parliament Hill as well. In the summer, at night, they do this whole light and audio experience where they project Canadian history on the outside of Parliament Building. And I recommend people google it and look at it because it was actually way better than i thought it would be <laughs> it's on youtube Sorry, I, no, I, love, I, love, I thought you were going to recommend people go to ottawa to well, see this really they can't right now oh right now oh I, okay yeah, yeah, but I, I, like I reckon, if they could i reckon if, if they could the, just watch it on youtube instead yeah, watch the video it's actually <laughs> watch the video and then next time you're in ottawa just hang around and watch it so every night they and you can sit on the grass in front of parliament hill and, and uh, watch this big display is uh, it's it's quite it's weird, but I kind of like it. It happens every night, every night in the summer, apparently. Cool. So, have you enjoyed learning about the? Uh, well, I didn't the rate the last one. I have to. Have oh, to sorry. Re- do you want to rate the last the secret? The secret, King's the secret one. Oh, that's funny to me. That's really funny. I think that's a lot. I think that's funnier than than you thought it would be. I'd give that a six. Honestly, oh, I could just picture him doing that a lot. <laughs> it's so, too bad I so didn't get. Next, to, yeah. Yeah. So the next time you go to Parliament Hill, look for PA's bush, look for the light show, look for the secret door, try and sneak a cat in, um, run button, run buck naked down a corridor. You know, is there's a lot more going on than you imagine in Ottawa, um, Jeffy. So cool. So let, as soon as lockdown finishes, let's let's drive to Ottawa and do all those things. Let's do it. Oh my god, yes. And then we'll we'll live cast it. We'll stream it. <laughs> you, but you you've got to smuggle me dressed as a cat in a stroller that'll go viral <laughs> cool well uh yeah thank you for listening to this story and i hope i've changed your perspective on on the beautiful city of ottawa thank you so much for sticking us in your ear holes just the way you like it and uh yeah reese thank you so much for for entertaining me on this this incredibly hot day Canada, the Great White North, a utopia of manners, healthcare, and big-hearted people saying hey. Sadly, that place doesn't exist. I'm Jordan, and on my show Nighttime, I uncover a version of Canada that is far darker than the one used in advertising to sell coffee, beer, and cars. The Canada I discuss on Nighttime is a twisted maze of crime, missing persons cases, unexplained events, and stories that prove Canada is not what they want you to think. If you want to join me, subscribe to the Nighttime Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 